If your toddler refuses to have a nap, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is the second part of the 21 bits of information I would give to an 18-year-old version of myself as a 46-year-old man. If you watch this on my YouTube channel and like to watch part one, click the link in the box at the end of this video, which will appear here. I set up this podcast because I want to create an online community that really supports people, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself, who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like a project you'd like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you watch this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. Tip number one, be the person you needed to follow or aspire to be. Well, you might say, well, hang on a minute, that's the wrong way around. If you're an 18-year-old man, how can you aspire to be the success that you want to be? If you're an 18-year-old man, you can be the sort of man that maybe a 14 or 15-year-old version of you looks up to. Someone who's kind and hardworking and consistent. Sometimes you've got to be the person you want to be. You've got to start thinking, well, what would the person that I want to aspire to be do? What would they eat? What time would they go to bed? What sort of people would they hang out with? What would they do in their spare? time what sort of things would they read what would they listen to don't know if i really believe in the fake it till you make it but i do believe that your thoughts about yourself and your reality become your actions and that your actions become your lifestyle for example is someone that's successful going to lie in bed all day or stay out all night drinking or never read or surround himself with negative people quite often you need to change who you are to become the person you want to be tip number two i would tell an 18 year old version of myself that there are no finish lines you're never finished you're never a complete version for example, I've been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for eight years. I'm still fairly poor, but I love it. I really enjoy it. It does so much for my physical and mental health. And the reason I enjoy it so much is because there isn't a finish line. I'm never going to know Jiu-Jitsu. There's always going to be someone, most people I train with, who can beat me. It's about mastering your own mind. The race you're in is only with yourself, no one else. I think it's important to have projects and goals. I'm happiest when I'm working towards a goal. It helps to keep me productive and positive and my head in a good place. But there's no end product. And I think it's dangerous to think, well, if I just lose a stone or I just write that book or I just get my YouTube channel to 5,000 subscribers, then everything in my life will be brilliant. No, there'll be just something else you're thinking about. No, it will just highlight something else. There are no finish lines. There will probably still be a load of things that I wish I'd done that I hadn't got around to doing while I'm on my deathbed. But more importantly, there'll be loads of things I can look back on with pride that hopefully might have helped other people along the way. Tip number three, success is not a race. I think one of the reasons I really like trying to develop a podcast and build a YouTube channel and training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is it's really hard and it's really slow progress. I remember during my first couple of months of training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, talking to a black belt and him telling me, the first thing that you're going to learn here is that you know nothing. The first thing learning Jiu-Jitsu will show you is that if there's any delusion that you have any idea about how to successfully defend yourself, you probably don't. And that goes for creating content or a YouTube channel. The first thing you'll learn is that actually you don't know much about this and that you need to learn and practice some skills and that's okay that's not you failing that's you having the courage to want to better yourself that's you having the courage to become a person that you're more proud of that your children look up to that your partner's more proud of who's fulfilling their potential it's not a race trust the process it's difficult to trust the process because we're naturally impatient creatures i want the book to become a success i want the podcast to become a success i want to be a black belt brazilian jiu-jitsu there are things i want but it's going to take time and actually if i woke up tomorrow 
tomorrow and I had these things, it might feel quite hollow. If I just got given them, it would just feel hollow. I wouldn't have earned it. I've run a few marathons in my time and they're hard. They're uncomfortable and hard. And you normally have to do a year to six months of training in order just to turn up on the start line. But because they're so hard and painful, they're so rewarding. If it was easy, everyone would do it and it would mean very little. Tip number four of things I'd want to tell my 18-year-old self, not every day is going to be a diamond. In fact, most of them are going to be grey area. Most days will be tough and hard work. And if you're lucky, every now and again will be a diamond. And it's usually the days you least expect it. The days you really don't want to get out of bed and go to work are quite often the days, probably because you had a lower expectation of what the day could be, that actually end up being much better than you think they were. It's not always vital to win the daily battle, but it's important to win the war. And anything you're trying to do, whether it's raise children or be a good husband or become successful, is going to have setbacks. It will not be a straight line from A to B. Tip number five. Be realistic about your skill set when you're starting something new. The people who end up being successful are the people who had the ability to stay the distance, had their ego in check. We all need an ego. No one would survive if you didn't have an ego. If you didn't care enough about yourself to look after yourself, to feed yourself, to find shelter, then you'd die. So it is important to have an ego, but it's also important to be able to laugh at yourself and to accept that you're not perfect and to accept that actually you've probably got a similar amount of skill set and ability as everyone else walking the earth. What could set you apart is your ability to stick out the difficult times. Being consistent is probably a better indicator of whether someone's going to be successful or not than raw talent. If you can expect your first attempts at podcasting or creating a YouTube channel or writing a book or anything creative are going to be awful, but they won't stay awful and that draft two will be better than draft one and draft ten will be much, much better than draft one, then that's okay. If you can expect it, it won't be a massive shock or a massive kick to your ego if and when it happens. Tip number six, I would remind my 18-year-old self to detach success from money or metrics. If you're starting to do something, especially something creative, I think the most important thing is do you like it? If you're not passionate or interested in the subject matter you're talking about or writing about, it will end. It will stop. You need to be interested. People can tell when someone is talking about something they're not interested in. If you do something and you enjoy doing it and you are proud of it, that's success enough. And actually, that's much more important. If you continue to do that, the money will come. The metrics will come. The numbers will come. They won't come if you start doing something because you're just chasing the next viral hit or you've just jumped on the bandwagon because you saw someone else have some success with it. Tip number seven, don't wait to be inspired to do something. Success is 99% perspiration, 1% inspiration. You have to learn how to inspire yourself. And that can be by just doing the things you really don't want to do when you don't feel like doing them. Quite often, when I cycle home with my jujitsu kit in my backpack, I really just want to cycle home. I want to cycle home and watch some telly. I don't want an hour and a half of getting my ass kicked by teenagers. But it's those times when I do those classes that I really don't feel like doing that counts. It's about getting control over your mind. It's just trying to conserve your energy by looking for the line of least resistance. Well, in this case, rolling around with sweaty men is not the line of least resistance. It's going home and sitting on a sofa and eating crisps. The best classes are always the classes I didn't want to do. I always feel more proud of myself at the end of a marathon I didn't want to do, or a jiu-jitsu class I didn't want to do, or a podcast I didn't want to video, than the times when I was looking forward to training or doing some filming. Tip number eight, I'd remind my 18-year-old self to stop waiting for the perfect moment. It doesn't exist. The perfect moment is now. I've always liked that saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago or today. Well, you don't have 20 years ago, but you do have today. 
And yes, if I started my YouTube channel 10 years ago, I'd be 10 years further on, but I'm not. I'm here now. And the second best option is not having to look back in 10 years' time and think, why didn't I start a decade ago? Look how much further on I'd be. Make a start today. Have real expectations of what you're going to achieve, how long it will take, and just keep going. Tip number nine, I would remind my 18-year-old self that not everyone is your audience. Not everyone is going to like you. In fact, about 50% of people will not like you for reasons that are nothing to do with you. You don't need everyone to like you. If half the people like you, then you're doing really well. You're doing better than most. If you like yourself and you're true to yourself, that's a good start. That's a good starting place. And when people say, oh, I don't know what I like, you do. When you do something or try something that isn't in line with your core values, you know that gut instinct is something you need to listen to. When you try and do something that doesn't really feel like it's something you want to do, you know. You just need to trust that gut instinct. And tip number nine, advice I would give to my 18-year-old self, Practice delayed gratification. I see this as doing the difficult things, not the easy things. For example, being prepared to do a number of drafts of a podcast or writing a book or whatever you're doing. Having the patience to do some practice runs and not just fire something out because you're looking for likes or feedback. I read a good example of this the other day. They say that doing cardio work is instant gratification. You go for a run, you instantly burn off a number of calories and they say that weight training is delayed gratification. If you've never been to the gym before and you start going and lifting weights and you look in the mirror after day one, you're not going to see any change. You're probably not going to see any change after day four, five, six, seven. But if you look at yourself in the mirror after day 14 of lifting weights, you're going to see some change. But it happens over time. And you've got to have that patience to let it happen over time. Don't rush the process. Accept the process has to happen. And the more at peace you can be with that, the more successful I think you'll be in the long run. It's just about staying the distance. It's about staying in the game. It's about not giving up. And tip number 11 that I'd give my 18-year-old self would be to practice mindfulness. And I don't just mean sitting down and doing meditation every day. I mean just taking your time and being a bit more aware of the things around you. Just every now and again, engaging with all your senses. What can you see, hear, smell? What do you feel? This is especially good if you're feeling a bit anxious. If you're feeling a bit anxious, think about your breathing and maybe focus on something in front of you or something around you and watch it and observe it and try and describe it in your inner narrative. So just to clarify, tip number one, be the person you need to follow. How does the person that you want to become behave? How much sleep do they get? What do they eat? Who do they hang out with? Tip number two, there are no finish lines. We're always a work in progress. We're constantly learning. Tip number three, success is not a race. And if it is a race, it's only a race with yourself. There's no point comparing your success to someone else's success. You should only ever compare your success with your success. Tip number four, every day is not going to be a diamond. Some are going to be rubbish. Sometimes it's going to be grey area all day. But if you keep showing up, keep getting up and keep going, those diamond days will come. Tip number five, don't expect success from your early attempts. If you're starting something new, accept that you're not going to be very good at it. And that's okay. And that will only make the story of when you are successful better. That will add depth to the story and your experience. Tip number six, don't link success with money or metrics. If you do something that you're proud of, that makes you happy or makes you laugh, that's more important than if you made more money. Tip number seven, don't wait for the inspiration or the motivation to happen. 
You have to be the motivation for yourself. You have to be self-propelled. Tip number eight, stop waiting for the right moment. It doesn't exist. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago or today. All you have is today, so make it count. Tip number nine, not everyone is going to be your fan or your audience. In fact, 50% of people will probably dislike you for reasons that are nothing to do with you. Tip number 10, practice delaying gratification. Going for a run today will burn a few hundred calories, but it's completely academic if you start eating badly the next day. Doing weight training steadily over time will probably give you the results that you want. It just takes longer and you're going to have to wait for it. And tip number 11, practice mindfulness. And I don't necessarily mean meditation, although doing some meditation every day where you focus on your breathing is a really good idea. But just practice being aware of your surroundings, connecting with your senses. I really hope you got some of this podcast. And as I said, I started this podcast because I wanted to create an online community that really supports people, especially dads and especially dads like myself who often struggle with mental health. If that's a project that you'd like to support, please follow this podcast. Or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I've also just written a book called First Time Dad that's available on Amazon. If you'd like a completely free digital copy of the book, just cut and paste the Google Drive link in the podcast description. All I would ask is you give it an honest review on Amazon when you've taken a look at it. I hope wherever you're on the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. Are you a dad or non-birthing partner who can give two hours a week to the NCT Parents in Mind project to support others in East Sussex with full accredited training provided? If you are and would like to find out more, please message me via the email in the podcast description. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.